street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hi. Hello. You got five minutes for an interview? Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I... Let me tell you what I'm doing, then I, I want to ask, ask you. Because I'm live streaming and recording, just so you know. But I just have random chats with people walking by to see if they believe in anything supernatural. Magic, gods, ghosts, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Karma. Mm -hmm. And um, we have really cool conversations, and I time it for five. Okay. Do you want to spend five minutes just chatting about that? Yes, sir. Awesome. Do you want to move in the shade just a tad? Yeah. Okay, come over here. All right. Thanks so much. Welcome. Are you giving a presentation today? You look really uh, nice. I did already. It was at 7 in the morning, and then I had a final right after that. Ooh. I know. How did you concentrate on the presentation when you know you have a final afterwards? Well, I did all the work for the presentation, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> was it one of those group ones or an individual? Yeah, yeah it was a group presentation. Is that good or bad? Well, it's bad for me, but I guess it's good for the grade. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I have a, t a final tomorrow, too. Are you done for the week? Mm -hmm. All right, I'm done. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Well, cool. Uh, my name is Anthony. What's your uh, first name? I'm Hannah. Hannah. Mm -hmm. Can I get the spelling of it? H-A-N-N-A-H. It's really very nice to meet you. Thank you. So, yes, what I do is just have random chats with people, like, what do you believe and why? And I just ask questions. It's going to be f completely friendly and non-confrontational so that I can understand it. And in the process, maybe help you understand it better too. Like mm -hmm. when the conversation's done, we usually have a better understanding of what it is you actually believe. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do a fiver? Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. All right, thank you. So tell me, Hannah, <laughs> what supernatural thing do you believe in really strongly? What's the thing that you believe in the most? I do believe in God. Okay. That's one thing. Also another thing that sometimes um, conflicts with things is I do believe in karma as well. You believe in ka karma and God. Mm -hmm. That's why it's kind of have like conflictions within me sometimes because something, sometimes when something happens to someone when it really shouldn't, like in my head, it's like, why would God do something like this? And then it's like, well, wait, like what did they do on their end? Like, you know? So that's why that's where I kind of get stuck. But yeah, I believe in those two things. Interesting. Do you get stuck deciding whether it was karma or God that did it? Mm, multiple times. Really? That's mm -hmm. cool. I mean, not cool that you get confused yeah, on it, but, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm. They're interrelated, or not. Are they completely separate things? I think so. Okay. Of the two, just because we have five minutes, mm -hmm. which of the two do you feel the most comfortable unpacking a little bit with me? Mm. To understand? Uh, God. The God belief. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I ask why you selected that over the karma? Well, uh, I guess it's just how I was like brought up, I guess. Because I'm Catholic and that's how my family was, like, you know, going to church. And as I started getting older, they stopped. But I was the one out of my family that keep going to church, so. Wow. Mm -hmm. So not only were you raised with the Catholic belief, even after your family discarded it, mm -hmm. you stuck with it. Mm -hmm. I was young, it was one of those choices. It was like, I, huh. they stopped going when I was, I think, like in fifth grade. Yeah. And I kept going. And it wasn't until I got to college that I really like stopped going to church, but I didn't stop believing. 
What motivated you to keep w up with the belief? I guess uh, how ever, no one else really like um, they believed in God, but they weren't like strong in their faith. And I had a lot. My grandma, she's actually really religious, so it was like me and her, basically. Did you decide to stick with the belief because you felt it was true, or did you? Or yes, yes. <laughs> or, and or, did you decide to stick with it because you felt you had an obligation to do so? Actually, there was a slight obligation in that sense because that's how I was raised. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. Uh, yeah, no problem. In fact, these, these discussions go great when the person is very blunt and very honest. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to just keep, keep that up. Okay. Let's look at a pie chart of your decision to stick with the Catholic God mm -hmm. existing. The belief that the Catholic God exists. Mm -hmm. How much of it was obligation and how much of it was because you felt it was true? I want to say... 35% of it was obligation. Okay. Just because, well, as a Catholic, we have to go to, like, CCD, and that's, like, catechism school. Like, when you're young, you have to get, like, your sacraments, like, confirmation, and that really, like, kept you going to church. And then after your confirmation when you're young, you have to do, no, after your co communion, then yeah. you have to do your confirmation, and I feel like that kept people going. Yeah. You know, I was raised Catholic, too, mm -hmm. and I distinctly remember... It was a long time ago, mm -hmm. but um, I I went through the 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 um, confirmation process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me too. I actually didn't get to get my confirmation though, and I think what kind of like set me off. Kind of, I got sick actually during my getting my confirmation, mm -hmm. and I think you have to go, if I'm correct, for two years to catechism school, and then on my second year, like the year I was supposed to get confirmed. Um, I think I got sick. I had I was anemic, and so I, I had to stop going to catechism. And then they called, I think, my mom, and they told me, like, she can't make her confirmation if she doesn't come anymore. And then my mom's like, well, she's sick. And then they were like, okay, that's fine. And then when the time came around for all of my class to get confirmed, they came around calling my mom, and they asked her, do you still want her to make her confirmation? And my mom's like, well, wait a minute. Like, I thought you said she couldn't. And so I guess that's what kept my mom from going to church anymore. Okay. Hmm. I'm sorry that you had that issue. Yeah, it's okay. I want to get back to the obligation and the truth mm -hmm. of the belief. Mm -hmm. With this being said, how sure are you that the God exists? Zero to a hundred. Zero to a hundred? I'm like... Like ninety percent sure. Okay. So if there was a scale where a hundred percent is all confidence, mm -hmm. and then uh, a no doubt, and then zero percent, zero percent would be no confidence, all doubt. Mm -hmm. Would you still be at 90, you think? Mm-hmm, 90%. Can I ask why you just hesitated there? I did. There is moments, but like, I don't think, I think about it like a little bit. Like if I can count how many times I, I've like doubted if there ever was a God, it would maybe like, if I can count it on one hand like four times, like in my whole life. And I'm 19. When you've had those instances, did you drop from the 90, mm -hmm. but temporarily? Mm -hmm. Is that the deal? Mm -hmm. And then you come back up to mm -hmm. the 90. But generally, if we look at an average, or you're generally around the 90% on the confidence? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's usually slipping between 80 and 90. Between 80 and a 90? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
let's talk about the obligation and the belief being true. Mm -hmm. If you no longer had the obligation to hold the belief, like that issue, that issue with your, your family and your mm -hmm. grandmother, if the obligation wasn't there, would you still hold the belief? Probably not. No, I don't think so, no. Because that's just like how I was raised. Like, if it wasn't shown to me, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't go out and find it. Like, it would find me. Let's define what obligation means. My understanding of the word is when you feel beholden or that you have to do something because of some other influence. Mm -hmm. Are you using that word in that way or are you using it as you being raised in a belief? Mm -hmm. I, as your definition. Okay. So if I understand correctly, if you didn't have the obligation to believe in the Christian Catholic God, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be believing in it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I'm sorry. Why would you hold a belief? Why would you feel obligated to hold a belief that you don't think is true? Why? I guess since it's like the only like form of like a higher a higher a higher power that I was introduced to. So like in my mind when I was little that like that was the only thing and so now it's like I'm not saying I'm I'm introduced to other things but now it's like this is what I believe in because it's what I know but now that I know other things like I'm still choosing to believe in it I guess when it comes down to it like are you believing in the Christian Catholic God because you think it really exists yes oh you do mm -hmm. are you believing in the Christian Catholic God because you feel you have an obligation to believe oh in it? no it's because I believe it exists okay 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 I'm glad we clarified that. Mm -hmm. All right. Can we? How are you on time? Do we have like two more minutes? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You mentioned that you're 65% uh, certain that the belief is. 65% of the reason why you believe in the God is because you think it's true. Yes. Can we talk? Can we set aside you being raised that way, mm -hmm. and focus on why you think it's true? Or is why you think it's true because you were raised that way. I don't know. I really want to understand why you think it's true. I think it's because I was raised that way that I think it's true. If you weren't raised to believe in the Christian Catholic God, would you be at the 80 to 90 percent on your confidence that that God exists? I don't think so, no. If you were raised to believe that Vishnu was a god, would you be 80 to 90 percent sure that god exists? I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. If you were raised to believe that Allah was the one true god, would you be 80 to 90 percent sure that god mm -hmm. exists? What does having to be raised with a particular belief have on the belief actually being true, being real? Mm -hmm. I think it's um. Not more so of like the belief, but just like it's what you know. 
So since it's what I know, it's what I believe in, and I believe it's true. Like, it's what I hold my beliefs in. Does just believing in something because you were taught it make it true? <laughs> Could you be holding on to a belief that is not true merely because you were taught it growing up? When we reflect on this discovery, mm -hmm. do you think 80 to 90% certainty that the God exists is the most accurate spot to be? Probably not. Like thinking about it now, probably not. What do you think a Hindu or a Muslim or yourself what would be a more accurate spot to be at on the confidence of one's belief if they were just taught it that it was true? Mm -hmm. Probably like around half. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you so very much Thank for your time. You. I really enjoyed it. Can I give you a card? Uh -huh. and it has my email on it. And I'm going to be out here again tomorrow and Friday. Mm -hmm. And I would love to chat with you again, like after you have some time to think about what we just talked about. Mm -hmm. And if you want to change your mind or your answers, you want to just talk again, there's no obligation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, if you want to, uh, I'd love to chat with you some more. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Anthony. Okay, Hannah. Yeah, it's my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.